Hey there, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Betting Pros NFL podcast. I'm your host, Dan Harris. With me, of course, is Matt Peralt. You can find us on Twitter at Dan Harris80 and at Sports Talk Matt. Matt, how are you on this fine Thursday evening? I'm rolling up my sleeves as we speak. Let's get to work here. All right, we I, need to we need to get to go, work. Let's go, all right? <laughs> I, I, this week sucks. That means we're going to have a great week. Oh, my God. I was legitimately thinking the same thing. I felt pretty good about the last couple of weeks, and we have just kind of been treading water and a little bit under treading water where we need to go. And now I feel terrible about it, so I'm ready to just go 5-0. Yes. But yes. All right. Let's do our usual PSAs before we recap last week and get into this week's games. Uh, Discord, of course, uh, Matt, I don't, how many? I, I, we're like pushing 1,000 at yeah, this point. Yeah, we're over 1,000. Yeah, we're about 950 right now for people who are on it. I mean, I, during football games, we're approaching, you know, 250, 300 people at a time that are on it. Um, it's really cool because I figured out a feature that when I play prop bets, there's an at everyone feature. Yes. And yes. I can send it out to everyone, so everyone sees the ads that I make, which I found I, that to be incredibly cool last night. So yes. I am aware because I have seen them come <laughs> up, and I've been like, "Wait, what's going on? Is Matt trying to talk to me? Oh no, <laughs> he's just telling everyone in our Discord channel that he's got a prop bet, which is great. I actually, that's a great idea because, as you know, sometimes I'm the worst person ever. You guys know I do a ton of fantasy, especially on Sunday mornings. Sometimes I am too late and I don't get my props into Matt. So worst comes to worst, I'll put it on Discord and I'll at everyone. So everybody knows that if I don't get it to Matt by the time he does his YouTube stream at youtube.com slash betting pros. But anyway, the best you can go to join our discord bettingpros.com slash chat. We are also giving away an AJ Brown helmet so you can get a signed helmet. So you can get that as well. Again, bettingpros.com slash chat. Second, our prop bet cheat sheet bettingpros.com slash props. Consider cons- compare consensus projections to the available props in the market again we're still tweaking it we're still getting it up to date and everything like that but you can go check it out offer some good ones all right so let's get to every game on this weekend first let's recap last week's once again we have gone three and two we went three and two for like six weeks straight now we're two and three in back-to-back weeks i believe we are now 20 what is it 23 and 22 i believe overall we're one game up whatever it is 51.1 percent hit on the ravens laying two and a half to the Colts, which is a game that i liked that we switched in thankfully for the Chiefs game that we had settled on last week. Uh, and we also liked the Saints getting four and a half from the Bucks, which we hit on. But we missed on the Seahawks getting two and a half from the Bills. The Bills are like, you know, our kryptonite or Matt's kryptonite. That's for sure. Uh, the no, cards that's like, not true. Whoa, whoa, whoa. I made good money on the Bills betting against Bills this year. That's that's fair. That's fair. My bad. <laughs> uh, the uh, the I just mean you hate them. Um, yes, the, cards, the cards laying four and a half to the Dolphins and the Pats laying seven and a half to the Jets. Goodness gracious. We're not even going to talk about that Monday night game. So 384th out of 689. We've got a ways to go, but not in any way out of it at all at this point. We've got plenty of time to catch up, but we've got to get going now. So it's going to take a big week or two or three. So let's get started right now with a week that I hate, which you hate, which we're going to go five and oh. So start us off. What's your number one pick? All right, so I'm going to I, – I, I went through and I tried to kind of game theory based upon the uh, the numbers for DraftKings. Okay. And so I, I have been getting caught because now that I'm in the Westgate and I'm in the DraftKings and I'm in the Circa, the, these numbers matter, right? At this point yeah. in the year, there's enough algorithms, there's enough information out there where the, the lines can be very, very sharp. This is where it gets very difficult. This is when the public loses their shirt from this week, week 10 on – the NFL is very hard. So when there's line discrepancies, I'm going to be those are going to raise red flags to me. So okay. the Bucks are four and a half in our contest. Yep. 
They are five and a half, six in climbing as we roll here. Mm-hmm. I'm not saying it's a bad idea if you get to seven or six and a half to take the Panthers here plus the points. But in our contest, it's four and a half. It's below my hated five. It's a bounce back spot. And I believe the Panthers decided that they wanted to beat the Chiefs so badly that they would go and do anything to have the scalp that they could run around and say, Matt Rule in year one beat the defending champs on the road. Because Christian McCaffrey should have been on a pitch count last week. He wasn't. They forced him the ball so much that they got him hurt. So now that after changing their offense to fit in McCaffrey, they got to go back to having him not be there. I know that Bridgewater is a cover machine, but that pathetic effort by the Bucks, they're going to turn things around this week. I like the Bucks even on the road, to lay it down on the Panthers. I'm going to lay the four and a half. Tampa minus four and a half. Far and away, my number one pick. Far and away. Like yeah. maybe the only game that I really was like, yep, Okay. This is one I, I absolutely want. Uh, uh, I mean, if I'm if I'm poking a hole in it, it's just that Teddy Bridgewater covers. Teddy yep. Bridgewater is the cover machine. It is what he does, but it it just doesn't matter to me. You're buying low on the Bucks after that embarrassing performance. Uh, Tom Brady off a loss he usually covers, mm-hmm. as you mentioned about McCaffrey. He's out for this game. It's going to be Mike Davis, who again it played really well for several games, but then he wore down. He played kind of poorly the last three games, so. That this is this is a no-brainer to me, absolutely. At four and a half, and you're right, the the spread is rising. And that that that's a great point, Matt. When do the lines lock at the circa and uh and the other one? When they come out. I mean basically either Wednesday night or Thursday debates on COVID problems. So if there's okay. big COVID issues, Circa and Westgate can they can hold on to it sometimes yeah. to find out exactly who's playing. But mostly it's Wednesday or thir- Wednesday afternoon, Thursday, same time as as the DraftKings. There's just different. There's discrepancies in the numbers that are quite glaring. Yeah. Like in the circa of this, it's five and a half. Yeah. So it's four and a half. We're getting an extra point here. Yeah. It's it, there's no brainer. That on our on our bet analyzer, it, the spread right now is the consensus line is minus six, and it's still overwhelmingly picked yeah. on the box. Seventy percent. I think seven. Like. You may talk me into the Panthers, but four and a half. I'm taking Tampa. Yeah, four and a half without that. Okay, so maybe we will agree. I'm I'm coming in here, Matt, and I'm expecting us not to really agree on all of these just because it's so ugly. But you might, given the way your preface to this entire week, which is where the public's going to lose their shirt, mm-hmm. I, maybe you won't hate all of these. I, I really don't know. Uh, let me see which one I want to start with here. Okay, I'll get one, which I don't think you'll like, but we'll, we'll see about it. Um, the 49ers getting nine and a half from the Saints. So here here's number one. I think the Saints are going to be a very public play. If for no other reason, then of course, the very classic, they absolutely destroyed the Bucks, and the 49ers look like perhaps the worst team in football on Thursday night. Now, I, I realize you don't have Jimmy Garoppolo. I realize you don't have George Kittle, but Kyle Shanahan is a fantastic coach. He is going to figure out a way to improve the offense. You're going to get at least Brandon Ayuk back. Sounds like maybe Debo Samuel will need another week. The running backs are going to need another week, but Jerk McKinnon is fine if he gets to work. I think Kendrick Bourne, who's currently on the COVID list, is probably going to be able to come off. And again, this just strikes me as a very huge overreaction to what happened last week. So I, I'd i love it if it were at 10. The spread's actually down to nine in our consensus lines. And the, the people in our bet analyzer are leaning towards the Saints, but it's ugly. But I like 49ers getting nine and a half here. You could pick all the board except one game, and this is the game you're choosing? Yeah, that's correct. 
right you here. You want to bet on a backup quarterback, backup yep. running back, backup backup offensive line, backup yep. <laughs> backup defensive line, backup yep. secondary, and this is yep. the pick against a team that just whipped and looked amazing against the Bucks. Oh, do we, so I'm sorry, just to be clear, are we supposed to be like, wow, that team just absolutely destroyed the Bucks after, by the way, nearly losing to the Bears, the Bears, like, let, I'm, I'm not overreacting to a week. I, this is what I said. I knew you were going to hate this pick. I, I almost, I, until you said the public, this <laughs> I mean, is going to be the most, I, I'm Matt, willing think to listen. Line. I'm willing to, line. I'm willing think to listen this. to it. Go ahead. Okay. I'm willing to listen to it and put it in the maybe category. I'm just saying of all that you have the board to play yeah. with. You have the yeah. whole board. This is how every pick is ugly, Matt. <laughs> every pick is ugly this week. But yes, let me tell you, what do you think the public split is going to be on this game? What do you think the public well, how much I think it'll split? get to 10 and then I th- I mean I think it just depends on how high the how high the line will go. I think if we get over 11 or 12, I think you'll see buyback. But I think, I think the- you're going to see buy. I think I think what you're going to see and I could be wrong. And you you frankly you because you've been out there so much, you, you yeah. have so much great insight. You understand it more. I think there's going to be a ton of public play on the Saints this week, and I don't think that line's going. Well, move. I think on the East Coast, you got to remember that in, in Vegas we have a lot of California people, so that okay. ten, that that tends to keep the California teams' lines to be a little bit in check. Yep. Because if you go double digits, just people here in Vegas are smart enough, and they're from California. A lot of them they go, you know what, the Niners are going to keep yeah. that game close. But my problem is they're going to have to run the football. Yep. And I think that's the one thing the Saints actually do a good job of stopping. They do. So, no, they do. They do. I, I agree. But I, I think you're going to give this team a, off a nationally televised, just absolute shellacking where they didn't have any. I Man, I do fantasy football for a living, <laughs> and I barely could pick Richie James out of a lineup who had right. 170 yards, right, and a touchdown. Like, that's what they were looking at. Ayuk is a huge get to have back as Agreed. is I, I expect uh, Kendrick Bourne, who I know people look at, but it's fine. I, look, they, they, there was one game this week that I was going to push and it was the Bucks. That's no. the only one I was going to basically lie in the mat for. There are no other games. So trust me, the fact that I chose this game next, it was only because I was like, <laughs> well, this maybe fits into Matt's narrative. Maybe he'll go for it. So go ahead to your next it's one. Just, it's, uh, it's just ugly. Okay. So my, my, my next one is a number that I would prefer to go down to three. Mm-hmm. But it's three and a half for our contest, and I don't, I don't hate it at three and a half. Again, I would prefer it at three, but I think the Houston Texans are done. Mm-hmm. And I, I think if you look at the weather, okay, so this is yeah, up to, it's going to be the, bad, windy again, nasty yep. and cold, okay, yep. which is not Houston Texans weather. Yep. Not you can't throw the ball deep again, okay. So for the same logic that we took the took, took the Raiders to beat the Browns is the same logic I'm taking the Browns to win here because you're going to get Nick Chubb back, looks like. So you have two running backs that are decent. And I don't think David Johnson's questionable for this game for the Texans. I don't think they can run the football all that well. I don't, I mean, Deshaun Watson might be their best running back in this game. I, I just think... Duke is, jo- give Duke Johnson some credit, eh, Matt. Duke okay. Johnson is fine, okay? He's okay. perfectly He's, he's not going to beat the Browns by himself on the road, okay? Um, Three, I'd rather the three, but Cleveland minus three and a half, I think from a pick play. I don't know if I'll bet it. I might bet it, but from a pick play perspective, I like Cleveland to cover that three and a half point line. Yeah, I'm on the other side. I'm on the other side. Wow. Explain to me the Texans play. A two two and six football team. Explain this to me. Okay. We we like, I mean, DVOA is not the the be all and all, right, Right. of of teams, of course, but it's as well. The Texans are a better team by DVOA. Then the Browns, I don't think the Browns are really that good of a football team here, Matt, especially when you're without 
Odell Beckham Jr. Now I get they're going to get Chubb back. They're going to be able to run the ball. Absolutely. But again, if this were if you under, believe in DVOA, then you, then you know that the rushing defense for the Texans is one of the worst in the whole I, NFL. I, the, the Browns can run on anybody, but I agree. They're going to run. Well, they couldn't all, run on the Raiders. That was, that's why I picked the Raiders. They couldn't run on the Raiders. All right, that's fair. But with Chubb, who I do expect to be back here, yep. I, they're going to be able to run with him and Hunt. No, Beckham, I think, is a bigger loss than kind of we're fully. Right, but sort in of, this weather condition, he wouldn't be a factor anyway. Yeah. I, 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 first of all, as far as I can tell, Matt, and, and you tell me what's the exact forecast, because this does not 25 strike me mile as... per hour winds. Okay. Which is the biggest issue of anything when it comes Sustained to Sustained 25 and... mile an hour winds? Yeah. It's, okay. it's going to be cold. It's going to be windy. It's going to be like the same weather conditions as the last time the Ra- we, we talked about the Browns yeah. with the Raiders, and we were all over the Raiders, and we yeah. won that game outright 16 to 6. Yeah. So I think the under is in play in this game majorly, but, and I think with the I under agree. in play, that favors the Browns. Yeah, I just don't. I don't know, man. Texas defense, and you know what's funny? You know what's funny, Matt? And it's if people listening to this, I don't know if they listen to our fantasy podcast. We did a DFS show today with Chris Raybon of the Action Network. Do you know Chris? Oh yeah, yeah, of course. Chris is great. Legitimately, Matt, this was both of our like one of our better picks on the board. It randomly came up because we were talking about fantasy, and he was like, "I like the Texans getting three and a half." And I was like, "Yes, I'm going to use this when I talk about it with Matt Peralt on our show today." The fact that. Chris also likes them against them. I, I don't know, man. I think this is just going to be a close game. I, I agree that the wind is going to be bad. Deshaun Watson, though, can run, certainly. And I also, I think Duke Johnson is just as good as David Johnson at this point in his career. I realize that he's never been given the rock to sort of do what he can do. But I do not exp- I do not view this as a downgrade. I think What's they that can dump off the ball a lot. I think you're, you know, maybe, yeah, it's going to hamper the constant deep shots. But, the, you know, the Browns can't stop the pass, you know, between Will Fuller and Brandon Cooks. I just view this as a very close game. If it was under a field goal, I might go for it. But with the hook, no, don't like it. Okay. Don't like it. So we're off. We're off. Okay. This is an ugly week. We know. Uh, oh, boy, you're going to hate this one. Ready? Let's go. If I hated Those your are, first one, I might really oh, hate your second one. I had to think about it, Matt. My <laughs> other one that I was going to bring up instead of my first one was the Texans getting three and a half. Oh. So you you see where we – hold on. Let's actually see where our bet analyzer has this one. I just want to know exactly where it is because this strikes me. Oh, it is basically split. It's basically split at three and a half. It's 56% in favor of Houston. I am one of that 56% because I've okay. already put in my pick here. Uh, okay. You know what really feels like a great idea this week, Matt? Betting a team that doesn't know how to win and cannot win a single game no matter what they do against a team that's riding super, super high after two giant wins, and that is the There's Chargers. There's no way you're taking the Chargers on the road against the Chargers. Dolphins. There is no way getting we're taking two and a half. There is no way. From the Dolphins. The, 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 it, it's not even worth having this conversation right now. This <laughs> the, he. he this is such a big problem for the Chargers when it comes to going on the road on the East Coast. And, and you could say, well, it's Anthony Lynn getting away from the public, getting away from the media, and they might be able to go and win a game like this. But against that defense, uh, forget Tua, but forget against that defense, uh-uh, that's a scary that's a scary game to go at. I, I love the Herbert, you know, he wants to prove his draft pick against Tua angle. I love all that. But that defense for the Dolphins is legitimate. The defense for the Dolphins is good. The defense for the Dolphins is good. I agree. And you know because they're basically scoring defensive touchdowns and stuff like that. But they're not. I mean, first of all, Arizona should have won that game, you know, for many reasons. But they outgained them significantly in yardage. I think the Dolphins have just— The defense scores. 
I mean, I, when you when you get a defensive score in back to back weeks, you win most weeks. Like that's okay, the, that's NFL, fine. It's huge. That's fine. Are you are you banking on a on a defensive score in maybe, this game? Maybe. All right. <laughs> I'm not banking well, on it. I'm just saying it's possible. That's what, that's why I'm scared of the game because it's yeah. like, uh oh. I mean, Herbert gets hit a lot. I mean, he's under pressure. Mm-hmm. I think the number. I think he's like number three in the NFL right now in terms of passing under pressure. I mean, the yep. dude is great, but yeah. he gets pressure because his offensive line doesn't block anybody. Yeah, no, I, I, I understand. With Tua, look, without Preston Williams, okay, they've got Devontae Parker. I mean, Tua looked good, to be to be fair. He looked good. True. They rolled him out of the pocket. They let him use his legs a little bit. That was good. I just don't think – I mean, they have no running backs. I don't know which one of their 50, you know, guy off the street running backs is going to be running the ball. I just don't trust them to be able to put up a ton of points. And look, I'm not gonna, I'm not gonna stand up there again. Yeah, one I, game, Dolphins are on my list, by the way. I, I have the Dolphins minus two and a half on my All list. All right, well, we're we're off to a rocky start. Then <laughs> go to your next, go to your next one. Hopefully, we find some games that we're at least on the same side of. Okay, uh, I don't like this number, but I'm gonna play it anyway because I think there's a chance they win the game outright. Big Ben's on schedule to play for the Pittsburgh Steelers. That's great news for me. I like the Bengals plus six and a half to potentially win this game outright. I think this is an interesting matchup, and the Bengals match up better. And Wait, Joe did Burr, you say it's good news for you that Ben is going to play? Yes, Ben Roethlisberger is not playing well at all. His numbers. You, are, ra- you think it's better yes. for the Bengals if Ben plays than Mason Rudolph? Yeah, because I think in terms of the way that they'll approach the game, I think without with Rudolph, they'll be more conservative. They'll run the football more. The defense will know they have to play better. I just think that this is a chance here for this. I think they could win the game outright, but if not, they'll keep the game close. I would prefer seven, but I'll take the six and a half points here and I'll take the Bengals. All right. So I, I guess what I will say is I don't despise this pick. Like I, it, I'm not going to, I'm going to put it on the maybe list for okay. sure. And especially given where we are, it's probably <laughs> getting in there. Um, I, I, I would agree that I would prefer it at seven. I, I do like fading the Steelers because I don't think that the Steelers are nearly as good as, you know, what they've shown now, especially without Devin Bush. I don't think the defense is like it. Although, are they going to have uh, Williamson from the Jets? I, if he is, he's going to help the defense. But mm-hmm. yep. does it matter to you if Mixon plays here? Because it sounds like maybe he won't even off it the bat. It doesn't because I'm betting on Joe Burrow. Okay. Yeah, I mean, I, it's, I would like it at seven. I'd like it at seven. But I think I'm on the right side. I think that's It's seven right in every side. other contest. That's why it pissed me off. I got mad. Yeah. I was like, it's seven in both the Circa and in the Westgate. It's seven, yeah. six and a half an hours. I'm, I'm going to... I'm gonna take it anyway, but I really I don't like the six and a half or the four yeah, seven. Why defense, gonna, it would be my, if it was seven, it would be my number one pick. But yeah, six I mean, and a half. yeah, this strikes me as that is the Bengals finding a way to cover at mm-hmm. the end of the game. I don't think they're gonna Joey win it outright, but yeah, yeah. All right, I, I'll put in the maybe, but <laughs> given where we are, the most likely yes, because <laughs> I do think that's the right side. At fifty-eight percent, by the way, of people on the Bengals in our bet analyzer for the Dolphins. By the way, since I didn't say it, sixty-five percent are on the wrong side and on the Dolphins. So I'll just get that out there. <laughs> All right, let's keep getting ugly, then, Matt. Let's get really ugly. Uh, uh, this is actually an interesting one because I, I you make a lot of money off the Bills. How do you feel oh. about the Cardinals laying the two and a half to the Bills? I think it's the right side. I'm just petrified of it. You know, yeah. I don't like Josh Allen. Uh, I had a long, I had a long conversation with somebody from Pro Football Focus on my radio show today, who, who was arguing the other side, who was arguing the Bills. Yeah, uh, and I was arguing, I was arguing the Cardinals. And yep. just matchup wise, he thinks that because of the man-to-man defense that the Cardinals play in their secondary, they're going to have a real tough time stopping the wide receivers. 
with yeah. pristine conditions for Buffalo, and this this factors in better to, for the Bills because they play you know a, they play a a a warm weather style of football more than a more than a cold weather style of football. They do, yeah. So they're yep. in Arizona, they're in the dome, and they're against that defense that does give up big yards in the pass play. So I'm with you on the Cardinals. So you want to take the Cardinals? I'm okay with it. I just have some people who are t- telling me that we're on the wrong side. Yeah. Okay. I I'm gonna put it in the maybe category. I look. I don't love. I don't love any games anymore. But mm. I I I think that it's the right side here. I think again, it's a little bit of a you know just kind of the very basic buy low, sell high. I, I think the public is probably gonna like the Bills here after they destroyed the Seahawks in that game. The Cardinals had that horrible loss to the Dolphins, which again they could have very easily won. I think the Bills traveling cross country at home field advantage doesn't mean anything really anymore. But I do think cross country trips and you brought up the fair point about the Chargers coming cross country. And again, harder west to go east, but still it is something where I think, you know, off that win, it's just it's a decent time to sell the Bills. But I don't feel great about it. So we'll put it in the maybe category on the Cardinals. All right. You got anything else that you're remotely feeling? One more game. Okay. And this is horrible. Yes. Just going to tell you this. This is my last on my list. It's it's a play that even I don't like, but it's a numbers play. Patriots in prime time catching seven and a half points against the Ravens. Oh, goodness. Here's the thought. Here's the thought. Okay. The thought is this. Lamar Jackson against Bill Belichick defenses has done pretty much nothing. Okay. He has, Belichick has his number figured out. Even if Gilmore doesn't play, he didn't practice today, but even if Gilmore mm-hmm. doesn't play, I'm not really all that worried about it. The biggest question I've got is whether or not the Patriots can move the football against the Ravens' defense. But if that's my question, getting 7.5 means there's a chance the Patriots are in this game, and there's a chance that they have an opportunity to maybe have you know, a six-point loss. It's a you know, 27-21 type of loss here at home to the Ravens. The Ravens don't blow out anybody. And Lamar Jackson, I'm going to trust Belichick to have a defensive scheme enough that they don't give up big plays in the run game and they make him throw. And as we know, when he has to throw, he's not done very well this season. So it's a bet on Belichick. It's a bet on their defense, not really their offense. But give me the seven and a half. I'll take the Patriots in prime time. Was that the same defense that let Joe Flacco throw three touchdown passes? Yeah, but Stephon Gilmore wasn't there. And arguably, you could make a case that Flacco is a much better passer than than Lamar Jackson. Okay. I mean, would you argue that point? Would you, if you had to throw a pass for your life and you had Lamar Jackson throwing or Joe Flacco throwing, who would you take? I think I'd just, you know, write, make sure my will was uh, oh, come written on out now. there. You and, take uh, Joe Flacco any day of the week and you know it, okay? Well, Joe Flacco may be not Mr. Elite, but Joe Flacco can throw the football a heck of a lot better than Lamar Jackson can. Regardless, uh, regardless. And again, we don't know if Gilmore is going to play here anyway, because that right. was one of your points. But even if he does, it doesn't really matter because whether, you know, it's not as if you're like, oh, God, they're going to, what are they going to take away? Hollywood Brown? Hollywood right. Brown hasn't been involved in, you know, Anything. three games or whatever. Yeah. <laughs> I, I, I get, I get sort of the theory of it, but man, Matt, watching that team on Monday night mm-hmm. just look absolutely ridiculous. Like, if you're the Ravens and you're defending this team, what are you? What are you worried about? You st- maybe you double team Jacoby Myers if you absolutely yep. have to, and you just guard against the run. What? What in the world? How are they going to move the ball? How are they going to put Cam. up any points? Cam. Do- That's the only. That you have to let Cam go off, and you and you have to let Cam run the football. And I just, I think that this team is going to have a game plan like they do every week, where everyone goes, "How are the Patriots going to do it?" And then they do it. 
<laughs> and then the, and then Belichick is like, you're like, oh, that's right, it's Belichick. Yeah, I'm not saying they win the game. I'm just saying that the hook there is is a big deal to me. Seven and a half is a big deal to me. Yeah, man. I don't know. Let me check the bet analyzer. Let me see where everybody's at, just to know where we are. Uh, 68% on the Ravens. Uh, at seven without the hook. Without oh. the hook. So see, the hook matters to me. Seven and a half yeah. matters to me. I would just like it on the record that you crushed me for going after the 49ers and you're willing to go with the Patriots. Against yep, the because Ravens. I well, wait, how many rings does Shanahan have? Oh, right. Man, right. Oh, are right, we on the right. Belichick? Oh, are we going to have to debate? Oh, okay. uh, look, Belichick has what the happened same in the, What happened in, his, in, in the biggest game of his life last year? What happened? Oh, Belichick right. has. Oh, right. Had I forgot the, he lost that game. Okay. Right. Belichick uh-huh. has the same number of rings that he had on Monday night when he nearly let the one of the historically bad teams. Yeah, but in you're the a Jets fan. Football you League. know what the Jets do against the Patriots. Oh, you dude. know that. You know what the rivalry is like between those two you franchises. Need Come to on. Stop. You need to stop making excuses. This Look, is the Adam Patriots Day's are not coach. a very good team. I'm not debating that point. I'm just talking about this from a point spread perspective. Man. I'm talking about winning and losing here. I'm talking about keeping it within seven points. There's a big difference well, there. I, to be as fair as possible, I don't have a lean at all on this game, I guess, you know, to be fair. Because you're not wrong. I, they, we talk, We were, you know, switched to the Ravens last week. and. Mm-hmm. For a while, that looked like the wrong side. Um, yep. And maybe if Jonathan Taylor doesn't fumble early like that and kind of change the entire tenor of the game. Although Gus Edwards fumbled on the goal line as well. So maybe not. But yeah, that game didn't look good. And the Ravens, I, did you tweet out that the Ravens offense is broken or something? I, somebody tweeted out. I felt I like think it was broken. Personally. Yeah, I think you might have tweeted that out. During somebody the game, did. it looked broken. It I is know. Broken. That's what I mean. During I mean, the game. They, yeah. they just can't do anything. I mean, I mean, look, the Colts defense, we'll see it, we'll see it tonight. Colts defense is good. It it's is. on paper. It's paper good. And, and, and Lamar Jackson made them look like, you know, the steel curtain. Yeah. All right. Let's keep talking about every other game here and just see whether or not we get to anywhere that we like. Because right now we're legitimately looking at one game that we like, <laughs> maybe two games that we don't absolutely despise. And then everything else is kind of up in the air. So let's let's just talk through each of the games. I'm not giving you a side when I list. I'm just going to list the the favorite first. So don't take from it that I'm. Okay. Um, I'm asking for a side. How do you feel about the Rams laying one and a half points to the Seahawks in Los Angeles? It's just a tough bounce back spot because I, I think Seattle, they turned the ball over so many times last week. I think they're angry about it. I'm just concerned if that, you know, four leaf clover is going to wilt there for Seattle with how many games they've won on the last seconds and, you know, getting getting to all the breaks. Is it now going to go against them and they're going to start to cough the football up and turn the football over and come back down to earth? So, I mean, I like Seattle. I think Seattle's the right side in that game, but I'm concerned about it. I actually think the Rams might be the right side here. Okay. And I, I I, think really what it is that I'm no longer scared to go against the Seahawks because that defense is historically mm. bad. Yeah. Uh, historically bad. And, you know, Cooper Cup's a little banged up in this game. Uh, and, uh, you know, the Rams are – but – you know, I don't. I don't think Jalen Ramsey can necessarily shut down DK Metcalf, but they do. You know, the Rams are really good defense, and they're they're yeah. underrated a bit. And you're giving yep. you're giving McVay two weeks to prepare for this. At look, the, home. look, the, the Rams are my pick to win the division. So if you yeah. wanted to, if you wanted to have this be one of our picks, I wouldn't fight you on it because I I think I just yeah. I just I'm concerned about the Ra- I'm concerned about what happened last week. Yeah. If Seattle doesn't turn the football over, it turns into a shootout, and then I'm yeah. trusting Jared Goff to be <laughs> in true. a shootout, which is like uh oh. But scary. you're right. The Rams' defense is tremendous. It's the strength of their defense. It's the strength of their team. And if they yeah. can get a lead and then keep the ball away from Russ, 
then yeah, I mean the recipe is there for a Rams victory. Yeah. All right, let's put it on the maybe gross list. Uh, how about the Bears laying two and a half points to the Vikings in Chicago on Monday Night Football? Any so the, on this so one? the stat is this: going into tonight, which it factors in mm-hmm. teams who are playing at home against divisional opponents that are catching points are mm-hmm. twelve and one against the spread. Yep. So the Bears factor into this. Yep. So if I was going to take a play, not that I'm going to go strictly on just on a trend, but I think it's a decent trend to look at, I would take the Bears at home against the Vikings because I don't think the Vikings can do much else besides Dalvin Cook, and the Bears probably can take him away. By the way, I said that wrong. I apologize. The Bears are getting two and a half points, not laying two and a half points. Yeah, I right. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. But I, I said it wrong. I'm just that, saying yeah. for the listeners. For okay. the listeners. Yeah, you knew it. You knew it correctly. You knew it correctly. Yeah, I kind of don't mind the Bears here, Matt. Yeah. Um, I... I mean, I'm a little, I, I'd like Dave Montgomery to play. We don't know because he's got the concussion. But Kirk Cousins, especially, you know, in prime time in Chicago, I don't know. I I, I kind of like, it's gross because I don't want to really back any, and I've been fading the Bears quite mm-hmm. a bit, but I do think that they're going to be able to keep this close and probably win it in the end. I, the Vikings just are not a good team. Their secondary is not good. You know, Nick Foles is willing to to take shots. You know, Mooney's kind of coming into his own a little bit. I would, I'd be willing to take the Bears here. If you came in and said, I like the Bears, I'd be willing to do it. But in prime time, I don't mind it. I hate Nick Foles. I hate Nick Foles. Yeah. All right. Let's put it on the maybe list then. (laughs) We've got nonstop maybes going on. I love it. Okay. (laughs) Hold on. Uh, What haven't we talked about yet? Philly and New York and Jacksonville and Green Bay? And the Lions. Let's get to let's get to Philly and New York. The Eagles are laying nine and uh, three and a half. Pardon me, three and a half to the Giants in New York. By the way, with the with the Bills and the the Bears and the Vikings, fifty eight percent our bet analyzer are on the Vikings. Just so everybody Mm -hmm. knows. Okay, so yeah, what do you think? The Eagles laying three and a half to the Giants in New York. Same conversation in the last time. It's a home dog in in division. Give me Giants plus three and a half. If I'm betting the game, it's Giants plus three and a half all day over the Eagles. That's how I feel too. Like I and I don't love it by any means, right? But that's how I feel. If you're giving me if if I had any confidence in Daniel Jones at all to just not <laughs> bungle it up completely and blow the game at like the last minute, I would take them to keep it close. I think people are going to be like Eagles off a of bye. Here they come, blah, blah blah. And I think you're just going to still be like, why is Carson Wentz holding Starting. the ball for eight seconds and throwing it off his back foot into triple coverage? So. I, another game where I, I'll put in the maybe list. I mean, okay. the Giants getting three and a half, whatever. I mean, give us some fun here. This is gross. Hook matters there to me. Yeah, the hook matters. Exactly. Um, okay, let's go to the next game. The Lions laying four and a half to Washington. I hate this game so much. Yes. There's nothing in this game I like. There is no way you can convince me to take a side in this game besides just taking the points because both teams are horrible. So if I had to bet it, I'd take the I'd take the Washington team, but I hate I mean I just absolutely hate this game. You couldn't force me to take this game. <laughs> Legitimately, under any circumstances. There's not I don't have a single feeling about yeah, this game no. <laughs> other than run away. Packers laying three and a half, thirteen and a half. Goodness, I'm so sorry. Packers laying 13 and a half to the Jaguars. Before you do, hold on. I do want to see if our bet analyzer is where it looks at right now in that game. No, that is legitimately the the most even split game wow. on everybody. I bet you it's also going to be the least bet game of the weekend because yeah. nobody wants to go there. But it's 54%, if anybody cares, is backing uh, the Washington football team laying four and a half. <laughs> anyway, the Packers laying 13 and a half to the Jaguars in Green Bay. I mean, how do you... I, I mean... This is the ultimate professional bet, okay? 
professionals are going to lay 13.5 just yes. blindly, right? Just blindly because it's 13.5 points in the NFL, and they pay their players too. But I don't know how in the world you could take Jacksonville on the same level. I don't know how you lay nearly two touchdowns at home for this Packers team. I, I, yeah. I just don't trust either one of these teams to cover. So if I had to bet it, I would say Green Bay based on quarterback play. But no way would I ever take it. Yeah. If there's wind in this game as well, I believe. This is the other wind game. I think there were two. I believe this was the other one. I could be wrong. Cool. Uh, but, yeah, like I can't – I don't know. I I did not learn anything about uh, Jake Luton last week. Like I was – he, well, he played, can throw. Yeah. I, I don't know how much you saw him in college, but that kid can yeah. throw a football. He can throw. He can yeah. throw. And if you – you know, although he doesn't move all that well, that was a nifty spin move to get into the end zone there against the Texans, but it was the Texans' defense. True. I have no idea what he's going to look like in Lambeau against a rested Packers defense. So really not a game I want to trust on either side. <laughs> I think the only game – that we haven't talked about is the Broncos getting five and a half from the Raiders in Las Vegas. It's five and a half. So yeah, I know I'm, you hate the Raiders. I, I, this is one of my bets of the week for the daily, for the daily juice. I've already bet it. Oh. Uh, uh, the over in this game is going to hit. Ah. Okay. The okay. over is 50. This is, I have no idea why the number is 50. It is bizarre to me why this number is so low. Yeah. Denver is not going to get any, I mean, I mean uh, the Raiders aren't going to get any pressure on Drew Locke. Yep. And the one thing that Drew Locke can do is throw with a clean pocket like most quarterbacks can. The yep. Raiders, on the other hand, are going to run the ball and throw the ball deep. I think Ruggs is a monster game. I think you'll see Waller have a monster game. I, I just think points, points, points in this game. I hate the five-and-a-half-point number, so I won't go near it. But if I had to lay it, I would lay it with Vegas. Yeah, I don't have a great feel for it, uh, to be fair. I, I, don't, I, I think I agree with the over, but I don't love it. Meanwhile, the consensus spread is down to four, which is interesting. I think if I had to go on one side, I might go with the Broncos just to cover, you know, do mm-hmm. like a backdoor cover. Because that's, Possible. I mean, right? If the Raiders get up ahead, you know Drew Locke's yeah. just going to go absolutely insane and just right. start throwing nonstop. I think it's a 30-27 type of game one way or the other. So yeah. the, 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 I think there's 50. I think it gets through 50 pretty easily. So that's why okay. I prefer the over in this game than the side. All right, let's get really gross and talk about where we are. So here's what I'm going to do. We know we're taking the Bucks laying four and a half to the Panthers. Yep. I'm going to add in the Bengals okay. getting six and a half from Pittsburgh because that was like the least yuck I okay. could get to. I know I was, we were on the right side. Okay, hold on. Let me just write it in. Uh, okay. So these are the other games, Matt, and you can let me know if I've if I've missed one. These were the other games where we weren't like essentially on different sides, which means we'd have to pick three of these gross four games. The Cardinals laying two and a half to the Bills, the Rams laying one and a half to the Seahawks, the Bears getting two and a half from the Vikings, and the Giants getting three and a half from the Eagles. Rams, Bears, Giants. Rams, Bears, Giants. I am okay with that, actually. And if I am going to be as transparent as possible, all three of those were in my list of, oh. I can live with this. The, that's where they were. They were all in my list. The the Rams laying one and a half to the Seahawks, the Bears getting two and a half points from the Vikings, and the Giants getting three and a half points from the Eagles. I like the Giants with the hook. I think the Bears are going to win outright, and I think the Rams are going to win outright, so... That's where we are. I, I feel pretty gross about it, which means it's probably a 5-0 and week. But uh, I, I, <laughs> I like you know. points. I mean, at this point in the year, I, I start to like points because the public starts getting all wacky with, with favorites. And they start yes. betting on, laying points. And, I'll, and I, I like taking points from week 10 on. I like taking short favorites and points. Yep. 
All right. Well, those of you who are listening can understand that I am taking the Texans getting three and a half myself. I mm-hmm. have already bet this. The Texans getting three and a half and the 49ers getting nine and a half. So that is how gross it's going to be right now for this weekend. Uh, okay. Good enough. Good enough for me. Everybody, make sure you are listening to the Daily Juice podcast, which is Matt's daily podcast. It is... I dare say it, the greatest podcast in the world. I really love wow. it. It's every day. It's fantastic. Matt does a great job breaking down pretty much every single sport. Again, bettingpros.com slash chat. Join our Discord channel and our, our workspace or whatever you call it at this point. And again, you can win a signed AJ Brown Titans helmet. Hopefully he has a big game tonight because I need him. Uh, and also don't forget that uh, you can check out our cheat sheet creator. Is that what we call it? What do we Prop call it? Our pro- bet cheat sheet. Prop bet cheat sheet. I'm still learning the name uh, over at uh, bettingpros.com slash props. And we'll be back next week breaking down the week 11 straight, hopefully after a big week. We'll talk to you then. 